I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Let's humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. There is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, of thy faithful people, pardon and peace that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. We'll be omitting the glory of poetry tonight. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 132. Lord, remember David and all his trouble. 132. How he snare, uh, swear unto the Lord, and vowed a vow unto the Almighty God of Jacob. I will not come within the tabernacle of mine house, nor climb up into my bed. I will not suffer mine eyes to sleep, nor mine eyelids to slumber, neither the temples of my head to take their rest. Until I find out a place for the temple of the Lord. And habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. Lo, we heard the same in Ephratah, and found it in the wood. We will go into his tabernacle, and fall low on our knees before his footstool. Arise, O Lord, unto thy resting place, thou and the ark of thy strength. Let thy priests be clothed with righteousness, and let thy saints sing with joyfulness. For thy saints, for thy servant David's sake, Turn not away the face of thine anointed. The Lord hath made a faithful oath unto David, and he shall not shrink from it. Of the fruit of thy body shall I set upon thy throne. If thy children will keep my covenant and my testimonies that I shall teach them, their children also shall sit upon thy throne forevermore. For the Lord hath chosen Zion to be an habitation for himself. He hath longed for her. This day shall, this shall be my rest forever. Here will I dwell, for I have a delight therein. I will bless her victuals with increase, and will satisfy her poor with bread. I will deck her priests with help, and her saints shall rejoice and sing. There shall I make the horn of David to flourish. I have ordained a lantern for mine anointed. As for his enemies, I shall clothe them with shame. 
but upon himself shall his crown flourish. Here beginneth the 28th chapter of the book of Jeremiah. And it happened in the same year, at the beginning of the reign of Zedekiah king of Judah, in the fourth year and in the fifth month, that Hananiah the son of Azur the prophet, who was from Gibeon, spoke to me in the house of the Lord, in the presence of the priests and of all the people, saying, Thus speaks the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, saying, I have broken the yoke of the king of Babylon. Within two full years I will bring back to this place all the vessels of the Lord's house that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, took away from this place and carried to Babylon. And I will bring back to this place Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, with all the captives of Judah who went to Babylon, says the Lord, <clears throat> for I will break the yoke of the king of Babylon. Then the prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and in the presence of all the people who stood in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen, the Lord do so. The Lord perform your words which you have prophesied to bring back the vessels of the Lord's house and all who were carried away captive from Babylon to this place. Nevertheless, hear now this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. The prophets who have been before me and before you of old prophesied against many countries and great kingdoms of war and disaster and pestilence. As for the prophet who prophesies of peace, when the word of the prophet comes to pass, the prophet will be known as one whom the Lord has truly sent. Then Hananiah the prophet took the yoke off the prophet Jeremiah's neck and broke it. And Hananiah spoke in the presence of all the people, saying, Thus says the Lord, Even so I will break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, from the neck of all nations within the space of two full years. And the prophet Jeremiah went his way. Now the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah after Hananiah the prophet had broken the yoke from the neck of the prophet Jeremiah, saying, Go and tell Hananiah, saying, Thus says the Lord, You have broken the yokes of wood, but you have made in their place yokes of iron. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have put a yoke of iron on the neck of all these nations, that they may serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and they shall serve him. I have given him the beasts of the field also. Then the prophet Jeremiah said to Hananiah the prophet, Hear now, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you, but you make this people trust in a lie. Therefore, thus says the Lord, Behold, I will cast you from the face of the earth. This year you shall die, because you have taught rebellion against the Lord. So Hananiah the prophet died the same year in the seventh month. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm, he hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts, he hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel. He promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. 
Here beginneth the 20th verse of the 12th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Now there were certain Greeks among those who came up to worship at the feast. Then they came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip came and told Andrew, and in turn Andrew and Philip told Jesus. But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour, but for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven, saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore the people who stood by and heard it said that it had thundered. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all peoples to myself. This he said, signifying by what death he would die. Here endeth the second lesson. My soul doth nine. Oh. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people. Be light to lighten the Gentiles, to be the glory of thy people Israel. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost. Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. <clears throat> Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, Almighty God, mercifully to look upon thy people, that by thy great goodness they may be governed and preserved evermore, both in body and soul, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and just forgive the sins of all those who are penitent. Great make in us new and contrite hearts. We worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness. May obtain of thee, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works do proceed. 
Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Let in our darkness we beseech thee, O Lord. By thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Welcome. A couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Um, our lesson from Jeremiah is always very interesting to me. Um, it it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense unless you look at the chapter before it uh, as well. Jeremiah is a prophet, and he prophesies in Jerusalem in between um, King Nebuchadnezzar's first attack on the city and his second attack on the city. So in the first attack, Nebuchadnezzar takes captive uh, the king um, of Judah and brings him along with the um, artisans and other skilled workers back to Babylon, leaving intact the city and uh, a remaining group of people and also a puppet king, uh, the puppet king who, who's mentioned here as uh, Zedekiah. And Zedekiah is supposed to be following whatever it is that Nebuchadnezzar says. And uh, he kind of doesn't have his own autonomy to rule his own country. And in chapter 27, so this takes place in between the first exile and the second exile where Nebuchadnezzar comes back and destroys Jerusalem and destroys the temple at that point. So we're in between uh, the two exiles, and, and Jeremiah has been commanded by God as, as a prophet to, to create and make these wooden yokes, and he's to send them off to all of the kings of the other nations. Um, he's also supposed to give Zedekiah, the king of Judah, one of these yokes, and Jeremiah also wears one of these yokes himself. And they symbolize the fact that God has put Nebuchadnezzar in charge of the whole of the known world at this point. That we, all of the kings, um, wear the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar. And Jeremiah says, Two things in in his uh, as he presents the yoke to Zedekiah, king of Judah. He says two things. One, he says that everyone is under the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar by the will of God. God wants everyone to be under Nebuchadnezzar. It is His command. It is His will. Um, so get used to that. That that's not going to change. And number two, Jeremiah tells the court. If any prophet comes and says that 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 this uh, this this reign of Nebuchadnezzar is going to end shortly in, in a short period of time in a matter of years, um, that's not true because it's not uh, it pleases God that everyone is under Nebuchadnezzar's rule. As so these are important because we get uh, Hananiah coming in in the next chapter and kind of going against what God has commanded. Number one. Um, Hananiah comes in and says, in two years' time, Nebuchadnezzar's reign will end. All of the people will come back uh, from Babylonian captivity back to Jerusalem, and they'll bring with them all of the, the wonderful things from the temple that we can start, you know, sacrificing again. And so he's contradicting um, what Jeremiah had said. And two, 
uh, Hananiah takes the yoke from off Jeremiah's neck and breaks it, saying, God has broken Nebuchadnezzar's rule. And, you know, this is not not good. Jeremiah, you know, says, hey, you know, you, you are going against the will of God right now in your false prophecy and your false teachings, um, perhaps maybe just to get favor within the court of Zedekiah. But regardless of the reason, that's not the case. And so God, you know, punishes Hananiah, saying that he will die within the year, and he does uh, because of his false prophecy. Uh, this is an interesting thing because, one, it suggests that God has put Nebuchadnezzar in charge. Um, and St. Paul tells us this, too, that God puts leaders in charge within the world and leaders who may even oppose God themselves. Nebuchadnezzar opposed God. And um, when St. Paul was speaking, you know, Caesar opposed God and brought upon a Christian persecution. And it, it's, you know, it's, it's good to realize that, you know, we don't necessarily have control over who's going to be our ruler. And trying to seek um, an expedient way out of that um, goes against what, you know, God is, is, is working in us. The bishop has talked in morning prayer about, you know, calamity befalling Abraham and Abraham's descendants when they when they try to um, bring about God's will on their own terms. And <clears throat> Hananiah is a prophet who's trying to bring about God's will on his own terms versus uh, Jeremiah, who says, no, you need to let God do what's needing to be done. Um, there's a lot of good things did happen in waiting um, and seeing, you know, first off, allowing Nebuchadnezzar to stay the ruler of the world. One, it brought about a good thing in, in Israel and in the nation of Judah. And two, it brought about a good thing within Babylon itself in bringing God's people, specifically God's remnant, the faithful people from within Judah into Babylon. Babylon was blessed by their presence, and King Nebuchadnezzar was blessed by their presence as well. Nebuchadnezzar got to witness uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego being saved by um, the fourth figure in the furnace, and <clears throat> he got to witness Daniel being saved from the lion's den, and all these different miracles to the point where Nebuchadnezzar actually did turn and say, confess that, you know, the God of Israel is the true God. He made a good confession, so we don't we don't know how God works within the rulers of our world. It's important for us to continue to pray for them and then also understand that, it, you know, we don't really have any control over who our leaders are um, in this world. But but we, we ought to, to pray to God because God does have control and it's God who who is the one that, you know, says, okay, it's time for your rule to end like he did and brought the people back from Babylon into uh, Israel and and we had a new people now we had a remnant who was able to pave the way for the Messiah uh, to come and so um, that's God how God works in the world uh, looking at our, our New Testament lessons here we see that Jesus um, has declared you know his his sovereignty in in the history where he you know he's coming in and he's he's getting ready to go to the cross and the next after he begins to wash the disciples' feet. So we're just, you know, a few days um, or, or weeks away from 
Jesus dying on the cross and, and he says how he um, that that following him um, is what brings freedom and that he will um, you know he will draw all the nations to himself and what that implies is that he's above all of the rulers of the other nations that he is himself uh, the king of kings and so um, Jesus is the one who will bring judgment on the world um, as a good prophet kind of like what Jeremiah was speaking uh, Jesus is the one who will bring judgment on the world and will draw the nations to himself. Um, and he's the one who ultimately has control over history and the nations and salvation and all of these things. So a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Uh, we'll continue evening prayer with a reading of the litany uh, for the church and evangelism. You can click the chat bar to the right and uh, speak the italicized portions aloud as, as we read through the litany. Roughly the litany this evening for the glory of God, for the prayers and intentions of those who are present here via the live stream. We ask that God would open up new doors of mission and ministry within our diocese and our communities. Um, we ask that God would continue to give us a, a blessed Lent, that we may have a fruitful Lent, and that we may experience the joy and, and glory of Easter in a new way in less than two weeks' time. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, that may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace, to hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Give them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, to mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please to have mercy on the faithful departed granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and that may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit, 
for the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and nature. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Then it may please thee to give our hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number of those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament. Opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to put it into our hearts, seek out and find thy lost sheep, and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to fill us with such love for one another. And all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with powerful on high on the day of Pentecost, brought the Holy Spirit upon this diocese and the communities our diocese is working with, and grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers, strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick, turn and soften the wicked, rouse the negligent and careless, recover the fallen, restore the penitent, remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth, bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Rochelle and Barb, for reading and responding tonight. Thank you all for being here. Happy. Hope you have a great and wonderful Wednesday night. You too. Thank, thank you, Deacon Andrew. Thank you. Thank you for the explanation, too. That was good. Good night. Thank yeah. you. Bye, everybody. Good night.